Why isn't the delete button working? What's going uh, on here? Wow, this, this is cool. This is supposed to work completely. Wow, this is crazy. Oh, nice. Uh, Who this is something gives a shit? Sure. This is oh, unbelievable. I see. You I know see. what? Buck Fim! Hey, how's it going, Buck Fim listeners? Thank you for joining on. We got a great episode lined up today. We got uh, a good old friend of mine, Mr. Chris Taylor, that has opened up a, a wood shop in the heart of the pandemic, and it's been doing well for him. Today's special, it's my 10th episode, so we thought we'd bring some, bring some limelight to the small shops. So, Chris, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining on the line. Thanks for having me, Dennis. Hey, you know, anytime. It's great. So, uh, you know, it's nice to get out of the norm and step away from something and do something else the words and stuff <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so um chris you know tell me uh how did dark hollow become dark hollow and where'd that tree logo come from <laughs> yeah um so i've been doing i've been always helping people with uh renos and different projects as well as my own projects uh doing custom woodworking kind of on the side as i did other jobs and um uh my last job i was working for an engineering company and uh they didn't have flex hours yeah and uh my uh, my wife uh started to get uh horribly sick and we didn't know what was going on at the time mm -hmm. and i kept i kept having to take time off work to help her and look after our daughter and because there was sure. no no time to make up um or they didn't let me make up because they didn't have flex hours yeah i uh, just became uh less and less appealing and kind of um apparent of that i need to need to start my own my own business um just so that i can be there for my family when they need it and uh mm -hmm. and make up hours around when i can get it in and get a full work week in that way um so then the tree I'm, uh, i've always been like uh like a comic buff um uh big big into like sci-fi and and crazy stuff like that so yeah, i kind of wanted dark hollow to be uh be like a fun environment and not just not just a wood shop I wanted it to be a cool place so i was talking to my uh, wife who's an artist and uh who's really talented and i said i kind of have this vision of like this moonlit moonlit clearing with all sorts of different creatures and uh and a living tree and so she drew uh, the living tree, um, and then my daughter named the tree Oki. So yeah, it's just this uh, get this big mystic oak tree as the logo, and it's just kind of grown from there. It's super awesome. I really like it. So it's funny because like I was, I was like Dark Hollow. Where'd that come from? I was like, I'm pretty sure that's like a Grateful Dead album or something. I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which makes it even better. But uh, yeah, I love I love like the spooky design too. It kind of brings out like the old cartooning. But yeah, uh, thanks, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty awesome. And you know, I, this is a, this is kind of a message out to all employers out there. Don't be a stickler. Don't be a dick. Make sure to give your, uh, your employees some flex time so that they can support their life. Like, come on, do your thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate to have uh, a company that I'm working for right now to give me that, give me a little bit of freedom, but not everyone gets that. So, you know, that's key. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting, too, because I've heard from some people that still work there now that since uh, since COVID and all this lockdown stuff, the company's had to change its tune and that people are able to able to work from home um, where they weren't <laughs> weren't allowed to before. And they're able to, 
to have flex hours and it's like oh oh really <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah oh not until you're forced to okay yeah uh yeah no it's crazy i mean so pandemic and everything obviously it's going to come up people are getting tired of it it's ridiculous i mean yeah i i, I need to get some beers with people and can't do that and that's yeah. uh, super frustrating <laughs> so uh anyway so i mean with that being said we there's obviously a lot of renos happening and people trying to do shit themselves in their house, exploding outsides of their buildings, um, unfortunately. But with that, do you find that uh, the custom woodworking business is uh, is taking a little bit of a hike because of it? Um, I feel like there's still a lot of uh, a lot of rental work and it, and there is more and more custom woodworking as well because everyone's trying to fix up their their lockdown space and because now that people have to spend every minute of every day or pretty damn near um they're definitely being like hey i this is really bugging me more than it used to i gotta we gotta finish the basement we gotta do stuff like that so yeah so yeah there's definitely definitely uh more demand i think right now for for custom woodworking and i'm also i personally am finding that uh, a lot of people uh, get really let's do this. Let's finish a basement. And then they get way in over their heads. And then, and then I get a phone call and it's, and it's time to fix it. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, fix my shit. This guy's, there's water everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. so true. It's so true. I mean, like, well, you know, I'm deep in it right now. I've got, uh, there's a team of plumbers working behind me, slapping some stuff together in the background. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I know you gotta do something to keep you busy, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, um, so with woodworking, where'd you pick up woodworking? Um, I did a bit of woodworking and kind of stuff with my dad uh, growing up, just a bit here and there. Yeah. Um, really, really got into it in high school. Um, they had a really good tech, uh, tech wing at the high school I attended in uh, Stratford. Awesome. And I uh, just a uh, really great teacher. I think a great teacher makes the world a difference. I really developed a, a passion mm -hmm. uh, for woodworking. And I, and I told myself I was only going to do it as a hobby. And yeah. uh, now, I'm, and now I'm doing it. Uh, I've found more of an enjoyment in it. So yeah, now I'm doing it all the That's time. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a, sh do you have a shout out for that teacher? <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's uh, Steve Faber from Stratford Northwestern. There you go. Steve, yeah. you demand. Look what you've yeah, done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you've created Thanks, a, yeah, you've created a scary tree woodworking monster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So I mean, um, you mentioned before this, like you were you're obviously in a you know, a different field. I mean, you that field did have some technology playing playing into it. Um has the use of that you know, sophisticated technology allowed you to do woodworking differently or? Um, I think going to, uh, going to college, uh, for the same program you did the architecture construction mm -hmm. engineering technology. I think that is a, a huge help when it comes to, uh, renovations mm -hmm. and uh, understanding building code and, uh, and a basic building envelope and, uh, I think definitely building science is a huge, huge one. There's not, there's a lack of understanding I find with a lot of contractors as to, yep. as to best practice uh, for building science and why it might be uh, smart to kind of go the extra mile with the building envelope. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, 
So st- that's definitely helped. And uh, learning uh, a BIM, that was, that's been handy uh, for modeling renos. Uh, but, and that transition too, I primarily use Fusion 360 now for modeling furniture. Oh, sweet. Um, so, so it's definitely been handy to have a, a background with other Autodesk softwares yeah. uh, to, to kind of build up uh, the knowledge and then, and then utilize all those tools. Cause that a lot of people uh, have trouble visualizing a finished product. So true. Um, uh, yeah. And if, even with uh, like some, some of this coffee table, uh, to me, I, I see it in my head immediately, but some people, they just, uh, they just can't uh, envision that. So it's definitely yeah. handy to model up something quick and be like, here you go. Here's a, here's a coffee table. And then, then they're a lot more confident and comfortable with the idea. It's so true. It's so true. So for the listeners that are on this, be cool, stay in school, like finish, yeah. <laughs> finish your school, do some shit. Cause uh, it'll help. It really does. Yeah. Like, um, so, I mean, like, obviously technology is growing and stuff, but I mean, we have a more pertinent prog- or problem right now with lumber shortages. Have you found that that's affect you? Or, like, have you had to refocus any efforts to different materials? Like- so, I've, I've had to turn down uh, some, some jobs, uh, like um, deck jobs yeah. and stuff like that, uh, especially last summer, uh, pressure treat. Pressure treat went through the roof, and now... The rest of the lumber has gone through the roof as well, um, yeah. and there was there was that uh, the whole shortage, um, and yeah, when you don't have the material to do jobs, you gotta you gotta turn away the jobs because you can't. Not everybody wants to build a deck out of composite because it's it's five times the five times the price like minimum, um, yeah. so so it just it is what it is. Um, I know that there was basically uh contractors capitalizing on the shortage and they were waiting for like trucks of of uh pressure treated four by four to come in and they they'd buy the whole truck and then they'd sell it to other contractors that were in desperate need of it that it started a deck or another project for like a few bucks more uh a post so it was it was chaos and it's it's still chaos <laughs> oh man i i got like a, a eight foot by seven and a quarter lvl in my back shed uh, i got set up laser beams and security system back there to keep it from being swiped <laughs> yeah just, just a single one i have to like kung learn kung fu to protect my wood <laughs> yeah uh, it's crazy. oh yeah well it's uh they were i was watching a video and it was showing uh home depot pricing compared to compared to last year to this year yeah and they were showing a two by four by eight uh last year it was uh three three dollars or 325 yeah and this year it's 850 a a board uh (laughs) which which is just insane and i think there's a lot of uh lack or a disconnect of understanding oh yeah Uh, people people like oh why is your quote um this much more than last year, like, well, believe me, it's not more labor. It's the, it's the material cost. It's insane. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> yeah. What can yeah. I tell you? It's all yeah. about the wood. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that is crazy. I mean, I, obviously to help it reduce that, you have to get creative. I, I've noticed that you're starting to use like epoxies a lot now too. Yeah. Yeah. I use a, a lot of epoxy, um, right now for a lot of projects. And I also, uh, because of lumber being so costly, um, 
for custom woodworking projects, I always like to suggest um, using salvage material. Yep. yep. So I've got I've got some deals where I get uh, get stacks of hardwood pallets that I break down, mm-hmm. and then I, I mill that, and I can laminate it together with epoxy and make really unique pieces. For sure. But yeah, it's definitely about uh, finding. Uh, versatility, I would say, to uh, save save the customer cost because not everybody wants to pay the extra premium for the lumber prices right now. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, it, you definitely have to get creative, whether it's with an iron or epoxy or whatever it might be. I mean, that that goes down to skills with uh, with your shop shop teacher, Mister Steve. There really coming out handy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, um, do you do you do any uh, CNC work in the shop or? So I've just just recently started uh, CNC work. Um, I've got a Onefinity CNC. Uh, yeah. They just started selling last year, and I think I waited about nine months to get it in. So I've just just started playing with it, but uh, I'm I'm excited for what I can do with it. I just just to give you an idea. I uh, so typically uh, when I would flatten a piece a big piece of material before, like when you do a big glue up. You, yep. you got to flatten it after and I would use a, a router and I had a made a router sled. So it's just, I would go back and forth for, yep. for, I don't know, uh, oh, for, for an eternity. Yeah. And, uh, what took me, took me like an hour of manpower the other day. It took me like 10 minutes on the, on the CNC to flatten a piece. And Amazing. it was, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I definitely just remember planing and jointing and then you walk away for a day and come back and the thing's just like, what is going on? Why is this yeah. thing moving? Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. I mean, so we've been seeing a lot, like I've been to Autodesk University the past couple of years and um, we're starting to see uh, like utilitary robot arms being more realistic for small shops. Uh, would you ever see yourself using one of those? Uh, I- Absolutely, I would, because um, I've the anything that can save save time, uh, really is uh, yeah. is huge, uh, especially when you like a lot of projects you charge time and materials. Any any cost you can cut the cut the mm-hmm. customer is obviously appreciated by the customer, and then uh, any time I can save and then put in a, put in other projects is is just crazy helpful for sure, especially if like if if it's just you or someone in the shop and maybe even like on the other end of a table saw and you just need that arm to help guide you, like that would be sick. Oh man, yeah. the amount of times that you have to like sit on the end of a board and try and jump it through. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's, that's not proper workflow etiquette, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, have pieces of wood flying around the shop that shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, oh man. So, I mean, uh, let us know what, what do you have going on these days? What are you working on now? Uh, I got a bunch of different projects going on. Um, I just made the mold for three or three separate molds for three epoxy uh, like coffee tables. Yeah. Um, so I gotta I gotta pour those. Um, one of those is gonna be cut out on the CNC. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna get a, cut as a perfect circle. Yeah. Um, and then I'm hoping to to do something uh, unique with the offcut from that piece, and then the rest are just uh, some standard um, cookies, mm-hmm. uh, walnut cookies that are going to get filled with different uh, different colors of resin. Awesome. So we're gonna 
we're going to see where that goes. And then I'm working on a, a pine log bunkie as well that's going to get shipped from the shop to Push Lynch Lake. So Amazing. that's going to be that's going to be fun. Yeah, I love I love watching those kits go together. Super fun. Yeah. 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 So I mean, like a lot of crazy stuff going on. It's it's awesome to see the craft really forming together and bringing. Like I, I grew up woodworking with my mom, and mostly we did furniture restoration. And we had like probably two or three rooms in our basement that were just filled with unfinished furniture at any given time. My yeah. dad, my dad just sat there waiting with a lighter, being like, "I can't wait until we can just burn all this shit." <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but we had fun doing it. I miss my shop. I mean, you have a pretty nice shop out there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you are you are welcome to come out and use it. You know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I'll probably break something. It's been a while. No, I gotta That's go cool. through them. You gotta put me through the uh, the the safety the the safety things again. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But so we're uh, actually hoping to uh, add a bunch of like broken drill bits and like saw blades and stuff to a big epoxy like oh, conference cool. table to for the shop so like feel free to come out and break more stuff okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah no problem i'm good at that yeah they, they, used, they used to call me oops on site so that's uh that, that was a fun one <laughs> you still uh, have all your fingers right i do i do <laughs> I, I got a, i got a toe that's flatter than the rest but that's uh that's, <laughs> i won't point out any any people on that but uh <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so if, do you have any advice for any consumers when scoping out woodworking solutions for their homes? Uh, definitely uh, buying local um, is definitely key. There's a lot of uh, talented makers and woodworkers out there that, uh, that make beautiful pieces. Um, uh, definitely buy local to support those guys because I know that lots, a lot of small businesses are struggling Um because of this pandemic. Um, and I would also say that um, um, to encourage buying at least one nice piece for your home um, and and not being afraid of the cost, because um, you're gonna get, you buy a custom woodwork piece from a local shop, they're gonna, they're gonna pour their heart and soul into that piece. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be a piece you can hand down to, to other family members, like pass down a family heirloom just stuff like that. Like that's something you're not going to get from, uh, from Ikea. It's not going to last. It's just gonna, it's going to eventually fall apart. But yeah. Yeah. I've seen it happen many times. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's so important and you know, it having something that's well built, there's, uh, you know, there are, there are companies out there, but you know, again, as Chris was saying, stay local, you know, feed, feed the local businesses make sure that yeah. you're you're paying attention to what's happening around us because you know even with lumber prices you know chris just mentioned earlier in the in the podcast here that the you know using salvaged wood i mean you're, you're not going to bring in salvaged wood from across the border just to uh <laughs> to reuse it you're going to take advantage of what's here so you know yeah. um yeah it's it, it's been crazy i mean uh, Chris, Chris is building a piece for me in my basement right here. I'm super excited for it to come out. It's uh, like uh, I've seen the work that uh, they do at the Dark Hollow Wood Shop. So if you haven't had the opportunity, Chris, what's the uh, website that we can go see? Uh, we got uh, darkhollowwoodshop.ca is the is the website, and then uh, 
primarily if you want to see uh, more kind of ongoings of what's going on in the shop and yeah. and more posts of the different stuff we do, uh, check out Instagram. I use that primarily, and that's uh, at Dark Hollow Woodshop. Awesome. Well, you know what? Thanks, Chris, for joining on the line. It's uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Hopefully, things will loosen up so we can uh, slam some beers together and enjoy campfire or this new basement renovation that I'm doing. Who knows? But uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Hopefully. But uh, for the listeners, thanks again for tuning in. It's my 10th episode. There's going to be a plenty more coming up. Tune in on Thursday for those of you who want to get involved in the Dynamo training so you can learn some programming. And uh, yeah. Keep on payment. Do your thing. Thanks, Chris. Not a problem. Take care. You too.